0: Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of Acast Recommends. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. We're two black girls invading the messiest reality dating shows on earth. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this season, we're recapping Lifetime TV's hit show Married at First Sight in Nashville. Married at First Sight (laughs) is a full-on hot mess of a social experiment. Each week on our podcast, we recap the latest episode and dissect the trials and tribulations these five newly married couples are going through, while also dissecting relevant dating, marriage, and relationship topics. And after five years deep in Bachelor Nation, we're now diving into the Married at First Sight universe. So come join us! Listen to us on all podcast platforms every Thursday, and join our amazing community on Patreon at patreon.com/twoblackgirlsvlogs. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com The arena has officially been dubbed the Pritchard House of Dominance. Plus, Nathan is friends with literally everyone, Tristan remains under the radar, Ella remains the best, no one seems to care that Kaz is dominating, Ashley gets himself a win, but his mate a loss, and everyone get on the old scary truck, it's time for the Spooky Town Challenge, it's the Challenge UK Episode 3 recap coming up right now. What up, my fellow challenge lovers? Welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge past, present, or future if it's happening in the challenge universe, then we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated challenge historian, Jacob Hollibaugh. Thank you so very, very much for being here with me today on this Monday to go past the halfway point. Yes, past the halfway point already. We're four days into coverage of this season, and we're already well over halfway, 60% done. Episode three of the Challenge UK in the books. The binge continues. We're here to quickly recap it all before heading right on in to challenge UK episode four and five, which those podcasts will be out over the course of the next two days. And by Monday, I meant Tuesday. That's what day it is. That's how fast this is all going. I can't even keep track of what day it is at this point. So you're listening to this possibly on a Tuesday or sometime after that. Definitely not on Monday because that's already passed. So Wednesday, Thursday, Episodes 4 and 5, leading into, on Friday, the Challenge World Championships preview. And then also this week, big-time Premier Survivor is out I'll be covering that with my good friend Paige over on Most Likely 2. I believe we're scheduled to have that release on Saturday, Survivor Saturdays, just like last season. But uh, I'll, I'll hopefully confirm by Saturday. How's that sound? Yeah, sometime this week. So make sure you're following her. Make sure you're following this podcast, wherever you may be listening. Hit the subscribe, hit the follow, drop a rating or review if you don't mind. Those help in a big, big way. And with that... Let's get on into it. We have yet to actually stay under 15 minutes. Let's see if we can do it today. The Challenge UK, episode three. Here we go. Five things worth talking about give or take one minute or less for each of them, probably a little bit more than one minute, but we shall see a solid episode. I will say of the three episode season, this one is probably the lowest point of the season thus far, but I think it's still a really solid episode, like quality daily. I mean, one of the best dailies quality elimination, really one of the better eliminations and you know, some stuff's going on. So if this is the worst this season gets and we're still at like a B, this is a season that's doing really, really well. So let's talk about the things we liked. First and foremost, the figure eight fractal puzzle stays undefeated. It does it again. This time around, Callum and Kaz and Ashley and Arabella are at least smart enough to give up quick and move on and end up doing well. Ashley and Ara- Arabella winning, of course. But the puzzle costs Marcel and Danny everything, just like back on Challenge USA. It cost two teams there. Everything. Then on Ryder dies, it took forever in that elimination for Darrell and Veronica to finally get beaten by Amber and Chauncey. Devin and Tori did smoke that in the final, and Jordan and Anissa to some degree as well, so shout out to them. On Australia, it cost both teams that did it in the Spooky Town Challenge everything. They all then did it pretty well in the final. We just didn't get to see it. And now here, it cost the teams everything. So, If you're going to do this puzzle in a final or in an elimination, it's going to take a while, but you're going to be able to do it. If you're going to do it in the spooky town challenge, it's going to cost you damn near everything as it has done all three times. We saw it pretty incredible. So shout out to that fractal puzzle for staying basically undefeated for being incredibly difficult and shout out to Devin and Tori and Anissa and Jordan, and maybe some folks on challenge Australia who did it without us being able to see it. Second thing, Speaking of the Spooky Town Challenge, the Spooky Town Challenge is back and it's great. It should be a challenge staple. They should do this this challenge every season, every single season. It's legitimately fun to watch. It's interesting. It's very strategic. You can go for things you're good at. We had the teams here. I believe it was Callum, who maybe Callum and Kaz, who after like the first puzzle or two they look at, they're like, you know what? We're a lot better athletes than we are brainiacs. Why don't we just try to find all the ones that you get to do something physical, like shoot baskets or throw rocks? We'll do those. So you got the nice little strategy. You can do what you're good at, try to avoid what you're not. Teamwork can come into play, kind of helping each other, but only like a little bit so it feels kind of fair and interesting. It's a fun surprise when the host shows up to the house for it. It's amazing. This is such a good daily challenge. I'll take this over a mini final any freaking day. I'll take this over most of the challenges that we do any single day, and everything about it works. The only thing that doesn't is that it's a bitch to set up for production, so the only reason I feel like we even got it here is because they got to use it three or maybe four times. I bet they used it for Challenge Australia. I bet this was just a clean sweep. The four international series all used it. Still no idea why they didn't use it on Ride or Dies. Feel like they should have. It was, I don't know, maybe they just don't realize what's hits and what's not because it hasn't aired yet, but I feel like they knew and if you spend this much money on the producing this, you know, Spooky Town and all the little games and everything, then use it as much as you can. So, love Spooky Town, continue to love it. Hope they bring a version of it to every season in the future. I highly doubt they will just because, again, I understand the production side of it. Third thing, romance abounds in this tiny cast and season, and I love it. I can't believe that we're getting as much as we are. I mean, you might be like, we're not getting all that much, Jacob, and I would respond with there was only 16 people in five episodes. we We got kind of a decent amount. We have Calum and Ella going strong. Putting that hot tub to use, thinking that there's no cameras out there. Yes, there are. Come on, guys. It's a hot tub. You're on reality television, and it's a hot tub. They're up in the trees. Look above you. Come on. Second though, Tristan maybe maybe has Kaz's eye. We get like a hint that maybe she she has a little bit of an eye for him, but definitely know that Nathan does and has expressed. As much and Tristan has reciprocated the bromance level of that, and their little interaction in the bedroom is hilarious. The little taps at the end, you know, everything about their relationship is great. And then AJ and Zara end ended the episode later in the episode. Maybe some sparks about to fly there. Definitely some hints at it. So romance is everywhere, and uh, I'm digging it. I love it. All good. Fourth thing, Ashley. Let's talk about Ashley for a moment. Ashley feels like a ticking time bomb that we've just we haven't seen anything go off with that bomb because we've only really seen him win or be in control or in the majority alliance. So you tell me, do you do you feel the same? Do you feel like Ashley maybe maybe there's there's just a something there ready to kind of snap or explode if he were to lose or be put in a vulnerable position? I feel like he's, you know, he's a very intense guy in a kind of like I'm not intense kind of way. Like he just has that vibe to him a little bit. He's a little torn on his choice in this episode. He really, really (laughs) multiple conversations that they have one-on-one with people. He and his partner, Arabella speak with a bunch of people individually and multiple times he lets them know as he walks away from that conversation. Hey, I know we pretty much just made a decision, but I want you to know nothing has been decided. You know that, right? The one where he's walking away from, I forget who. Maybe it's Arabella and Ella, but he like walks away from the two of them, but turns around like 20 feet away. He's like, you know that no decision has been made, right? Okay, good. I will continue leaving the room now. I liked that. I really want to see him in this last elimination next episode just to see how he reacts, just to see how he handles it, which I know I'm being silly. He's a gold medalist judo champion. Uh, It was either judo or like Muay Thai. No, Kaz was maybe Muay Thai. He was judo champion, I believe. So, He's going hand to handle it extremely well. He he, he handles that intense life uh, on the line sports environments extremely well. So that's how he'll probably handle it. But I don't I've just seen enough of him on the winning side to feel like mm, I wonder which way this goes if you're putting the vulnerable losing side. So let's see if we can get him in that final elimination. I bet it, it feels like the final limb we'll get to it later is going to be balls in. And so he might dominate at that. But we shall see. Fifth and final thing, it finally happened. Crowd help gone wrong. Finally, you know how I feel about the crowds helping and eliminations. I understand it's a part of it, but I do not like it at all. I borderline hate it. That's how I feel. I try to hold those feelings at the same time. It's kind of difficult to hold those feelings at the same time, but I do not like crowds helping. And in this one, the crowd helping backfires in a big way. Marcel and Danny Go with the answers they're hearing from the crowd so they they can just keep it moving. They're like, the crowd answers for us. We just move the balls up there, take the things off. They answer, move the ball up there, take the thing off, so on and so forth. And Ashley gives them an incorrect answer, and it costs them everything. It costs them their game. And I love that Nathan calls it out, not only in the moment, as they're all starting to yell answers and they get to the first question where clearly the group doesn't like 100% know. and Nathan's like, yo, Ashley, in particular, who's yelling all the answers every time very quickly. It seems like without a lot of thought. What if we tell them the wrong answer? That's not going to be good. And then it comes around. He does tell them the wrong answer. They do go with it. It does cost them the game. And then in confessional, Nathan's like, you know... That wasn't so good, huh? It was a kind of one person's fault there. And I wonder if this is going to be the moment, if we're going to look back some halfway into next episode, and we're going to be seeing Nathan buddy up with his good pal, Tristan and get with AJ and Kaz and Zara and Courtney. And suddenly those six versus the other four that are left and really kind of the other three that are left. Cause Ella will be with Callum and, uh, Who is left at that point then? That leaves Callum and Ashley kind of on their own, um, if Nathan ditches them, and now Marcel's out of the game, Courtney, maybe, no, I don't know, isn't there 10 people left? I don't know, either way, oh, Arabella is the one I'm leaving out of this, who would probably side with the Nathan, Tristan, AJ, Kazera, uh, Courtney, although AJ and Arabella not feeling so great about each other right now, but I feel like this was the moment where Nathan's gonna be like, you know, I was always kind of friends with everyone, playing both sides, and now... My good buddy Tristan's looking pretty good over there. And Ashley and Callum, you're looking like targets more or less now. So I, I think that I think we saw that in real time happening. And that is why I think we also could see Ashley or Callum or both in the final elimination. Cause I think things just officially flipped. The game that they play is really fun. It's a really solid elimination. It's a wonderful way to incorporate trivia into an elimination, but have it still be like mostly about the physical part of it. And it's kind of fun to watch. And again, if it wasn't for the crowds being able to help, just turn the board. You know, it's one thing if the person has to yell out, hey, this is my question to the crowd, and they have to yell it back. It at least takes them some more time and whatnot. But really fun game, really solid elimination. I would love to see them play some form of this in seasons to come. We'll wrap it up with some awards and quick predictions. Best quote. There's only one and it's the winner. That's Ella quote. Don't really do puzzles at home. Don't really do a lot at home. Just sit and be pretty. End quote. Ella's the best. Ella's so great. And hey, you know what? Sitting and being pretty is a pretty lucrative job these days in 2023. So fucking go get your bag, Ella. Do you? It sounds like a lovely life, you know? So. Yeah, Ella's the best. Love, love, love. Ella, as for the best moment of the episode, uh, you know... I, I love Spooky Town, so it's it's hard for me not to just give it to the whole Spooky Town challenge. But if in the spirit of singling out specific small moments, I'm going to go with two nominees. The first one being Tristan and Nathan in the bedroom, being buds, talking about you, know, Tristan being like, you know, yeah, we're, we're best buddies here. Bromance, but not romance. Make sure you got that right. And Nathan being like, yeah, but I'm going to live in my little fantasy world where it's a little bit of both. That's OK. Where no one's going to do anything the other doesn't want them to do. And then the little taps on the knee when they walk out. The, just the whole conversation is really, really fun. I like those two. And then the second one, AJ going 10 for 10 on the basketball shot. One-handed basketball shots, 10 for 10, just stroking one after the other. Courtney Can't Believe It, who, by the way, also crushed. I don't think she quite went 10 for 10, but she went you know 10 for 13 maybe. Really, really good shooting between the two of them. But when AJ lines it up and they're like, oh, we're going to see this, and it's like, one. Two, like, are they going to show all of them? Three, four, like, I guess if he's not going to miss, they're going to show all of them. Eight, nine, ten, just boom, all the way through. Pretty awesome stuff from him. And so of all the different moments within the Spooky Town Challenge, I found that one to be pretty exciting and fun. So we'll give that the moment of the episode. As for the episode MVP, fifth place, we're going with Righty. I really like Mark Wright. I think he's wonderful. I think he's a great host. I still stand by; he should be competing on the show. But uh, I hope he is around for the Challenge World Championships. I hope him and TJ got a bunch of time to hang out and be buddies. And I wouldn't be mad if I saw Righty in the Challenge World in uh, you know future seasons to come. Certainly UK seasons, if not you know. I know I dare dare to utter the words, but. I don't think TJ's ever going to retire. I think he's got enough years left in him that, uh, you know, he's around until the end of this program, this franchise. But it would he would deserve if he ever wanted to be like, you know, this is the best job in the world. I did it for like, you know, a decade and a half and like 30 seasons and whatever. I'm good. I'd, I'd He's probably one of the first people I've been like, hey, I'd be OK. It's it's impossible shoes to fill, but I'd be OK with it. So love him. Set, uh, fourth place, Spooky Town, just the town in general. I love all of it. And the production team that put it together, I should say. Fourth. Third place, The Fractal Puzzle continues to be undefeated. It's got to get, I mean, it's got to get MVP love at this point. It's, it's putting up incredible performance after incredible performance. Second place, then Arabella. Great episode for her and the winner of the MVP of the episode. It's got to be AJ. Haven't mentioned yet. Mentioned it in the cold open up top, The Pritchards. Uh, which is how I, I, I would have said Pritchard's, but I, it sounds like Pritchard is the proper way to say it. Potentially, either way, I'm probably fucking it up. D- regardless, that is now the new name for the arena because three for three. I know they had to go against each other in one of those, but Curtis wins in episode one. AJ wins in episode two and three. Uh, Courtney, 2-0 and in eliminations. Maybe she changes her last name. She's 2-0, and but with both times with the Pritchard brother. So just the Pritchards just renaming the arena in their name. AJ gets the episode MVP. As for my predictions, my finals predictions took their first hit, but we're still 7 out of 8 with only one elimination to go. We might nail this. And by nail it, I mean 7 out of 8 because can't go 8 for 8 anymore. But Danny is down. We still got Kaz, Ella, Courtney, and then Ashley, AJ, Nathan, and Callum on the men's side. My winner's picks, AJ and Kaz, C. I'm feeling really good about both because now AJ's escaped The, you know, again, if I'm correct about the Alliance flipping, I feel like he's going to be in a power position and both of them are going to be in a power position because my prediction for next episode, which last episode I got half and half. I said Spooky Town would be awesome. It was, but I said the winners would be Tristan and Ella, which was not. But my prediction for this next episode, I feel so certain about this. Like I would put so much money on this if I could. AJ and Kaz, are you kidding me? Those two are winning. I don't care what the daily challenge is. Those two are winning. The algorithm has set them up to waltz into that final as the favorites. Possibly. I don't consider AJ the favorite. I think the men's side is pretty pretty even. AJ has just done awesome because he's been putting the eliminations a couple of times. But Kaz is the favorite on the female side. Make no bones about it. AJ and Kaz will win the daily no matter what it is. I also think they pick Ashley and Ella to go in. I think AJ's like, I'm going to return the favor to Ashley here. And because his partner's Ella, neither of them have a strong connection. I think that's just the obvious team for them to pick. And then I think the elimination will be balls in. I think that's the last one they go with. I don't think we're seeing the two-story hall brawl thingy, although that would be fun. Um, and then they would have only used it once, so maybe we will. I don't uh, I don't know. I think Ball's in. We've seen it in every other season that was filmed in this area, so I think that's the one that we're going to get. AJ and Kaz win. they pick Ashley and Ella. Those two play Ball's in versus whoever got last. Those are your predictions. That is Episode 3 of The Challenge UK. We will be back tomorrow with The Challenge UK Episode 4. The day after that with episode five, which is the finale, it'll be all in the books. And then I'll be allowed to look at the internet again and look at the trailer for the Challenge World Championships and get all prepared for that and talk about it. Probably ad nauseum at length, super duper long preview coming on Friday for the World Championships. So continue your binge Episode four is up next. Thanks as always for being here. Get in touch at Challenge Historian on Instagram if you want to talk challenge-related things or news or anything else. I'm there. I'm available. I know I'm not active on there. I don't post much these days. Eventually, one day we will we will get back to that. We're fits and spurts. We get a two-day stretch and then we're like, nah, a month a month needs to go by before we do that again. But I do check the DMs regularly. So hit me up there. Let's chat. Challenge UK, Challenge Australia, Challenge USA, Ride or Die's, World Championships, All-Stars 4, who knows anything and everything I'm here to chat. So thanks so much for being here. See you tomorrow. Until then, peace.